Next, I'd like to introduce. What can I say about my brother Daniel? That hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports. That boy is good. Good and terrible. You hold your breath when Shaquille O'Neal comes careening into your lap. Well, he's going to give a little special greeting to Daniel Baldwin right here. Davis Brothers should have a boxing match against the Baldwin Brothers. Really? We'll take them out in the first round. Who would you take on? I'm, Youngest, I'm medium, old? On all three of them, actually. I, now that I really think, yeah, I wouldn't need any help. I think you two dudes are going to become real homies. Where do we find these guys? Oh, man, I hate those guys. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey, hey now. And welcome to the big show. Joshy, Josh, what do you got for me? Oh, we've got a lot to cover today. I'm excited about today's show for a couple of reasons. Not only because of what this first segment's going to be, but mostly we've got another celebrity guest. One whom I uh, I, I have no idea who it is. It's I am going to tell you. Man. I'm, I'm going to give you some hints. I will tell you now. It is a man. Okay, it's a man. Um, and and you are going to be away from your computer, so you can't look things I up. I will not look anything up. No, okay. no. He played. I'm going to tell you the university that he played at before we go. Okay. I don't want to give you too much time to think yeah, about no, some of the superstars that I played at this university. I can't trust myself. I can't trust myself. Okay, so let me, let, me, let me tell you something. Normally, we would come out with a big story. Normally, we would come out with something that's topical in the news, and there's much of that to talk about. But I have to tell you. I have to tell you about <clears throat> a bedroom situation that occurred in my home. I'm recently. very excited. Okay. So I'm lying with my wife in bed. We're getting oh. ready to go to sleep. And my phone starts, you know, I've got that little bling, bling when I yeah, get emails. Yeah, you start getting messages. Get, sure, you get sure. different to- tones. Mm-hmm. You know, they come in. This is on my Facebook Messenger. Yeah. So I look in and it opens up with, you're uh, short for Richard. Yeah, you, yeah okay. you're a D. We'll say you're yeah, a you're D. You're a D. Okay. You're a psychopath. You're a loser. And you must get a lot of them. No. So really, <laughs> well, well, but usually it's my family. So oh, right. you know, it's my mother. So you know, I, mean, I mean, I'm used to that. Yeah, you know, right. I'm used to that beat down. So you know, and they're coming in fast and furious. So it keeps Tony and my wife looks over at me. She goes, "Who's writing you?" And I haven't. I'm just seeing the. You know, it, I'm not on the page yet. So you just see the comment, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Okay, who is this? So I hit over to Messenger. I look, it's this woman who I have no idea who she is, mm-hmm. nor are we friends. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, uh, you know, and, and no one knows who you are in this town, Baldwin. It's just a, a friggin' radio show, uh, blah, blah. And it just, I mean, it's scathing and it's going yeah. on, you know, hitting me besides, you know, in, implying that I'm not well endowed. You sure, know? I mean, wow. Every, 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 everything else was, you know, the gloves were off. You know, wow. I mean, she, she's just pounding me. It, it, it was a carpet bombing. You know, it had to look like, you know, the early bombings of Cambodia. Wow, you know? I mean, and this, you're just laying there was, with This your, was bad. This with your was lovely bad. wife, Robin. Yeah, yeah lovely. And, and, so, and so as I pulled the page up of this girl, Robin goes, who is that? You know, I mean, she's this young girl. She's a pretty girl. And, uh, and, and so this continues to go on. So I finally realized, I, I, you know, who is she friends with? So do I have any mutual? I hit the mutual friend button, Uh-oh. and she's friends with Joe, aka Larry, and Paulie the Mole. Oh my God! <laughs> so, so producer Larry and Paulie were brought so, into so, this. So 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 well, where's the where's the connection, yeah. right? So I go, wait a minute. Paulie mold out the story, which, by the way, let me recount, recount what happened. So uh, Paulie had to make an executive decision. I didn't agree with it. It came at me last minute, so I started yelling at Paulie. Now, in the world that I'm from, in Hollywood, I'm screaming. I've directed my own brother Billy and screamed at him before. Get in front of the camera, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and and cursing about. And 
10 minutes later, we're eating lunch. That was a great scene, wasn't it? That has to roll off your back. Mm -hmm. I don't realize that I'm in sensitivity class on Syracuse Radio right (laughs) now. And that, you know, like there's women out there going, oh my God, he's a nightmare. We need our safe space. So, so, (laughs) and and to own it, I apologize to Paulie. I apologize to the great one. I went out to some of the girls during Mm -hmm. lunch and I said, you know what? I lost it. I shouldn't have done that. That was unprofessional. But I thought it was gone. But the mole... Obviously, has taken this home with him and shared the story because I went. Are you referring to the incident that took place with Paulie at the office? Yes, you bleep beep 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 beep. You know, and going on and just carpet bombing me. Yeah, you know, you're getting assaulted. I I am getting assaulted now, Paulie. This is a verbal assault. Your rebuttal. I'm going to rebuttal this in a way that it shouldn't have happened. It happened. I apologize, but I don't know that it wasn't public knowledge that it happened either. Was it on the news? Did I miss it? No, it was was on on the the radio. (laughs) Oh, because I... Oh, because, oh, so she turned around. You're, oh, I, I don't look mean, at him backtracking. I don't He's going to say you didn't have a, co- a conversation with her about No, it. I probably did. I'm a good friend oh, of hers. I probably yeah. did. I'm a good friend of hers. But, but he is right in the fact that we did talk it, about it. Wasn't, it, so. it wasn't like I... Are you buying that, Josh? I'm... Are I, you buying... Oh, you see, what I think it, happened. Here's yeah, what I let think. Let me hear. What I think happened. Because <laughs> I think he went home. I think he said, I beat the crap out of Baldwin. Oh, <laughs> I, I kicked his ass. I really gave it to he him, that kind of thing. Not oh, like me, me? Not, he, thought, he thought I, producer of the stars, was yeah. going to take crap from his big mouth. I had him sent straight to the principal's office mm-hmm. with that flunky Josh. Yep. And I put them and I put them on a short leash. I am the least intimidating human on the face. I am terrified of this whole yeah, segment that's right the, now. That's the guy that's in here right now. Yeah. When he walks out, watch him on the phone. You hear me give it to him again, baby? <laughs> Did you get a response to why this happened? No, and I'm not. No, it's not important. It, it, it shouldn't happen. So, <laughs> so now this is like this is like Mr. Senator. I take the fifth, Mr. Senator. I take the fifth. Do you see how, on a weekly basis, how miserable this guy's life is? I mean, you think Larry's life is miserable? Whom I? Why, what did Larry have to do with any of this? Those are the only two that were friends with her. Oh, and I think he's got something to do with it, anyways. He stirs the pot. What he's am a, I doing? He's a pot stirrer. Oh, what wait have a I second! Done? You bring up a great. Was he in the grassy knoll? I know he could have been. Is he umbrella man? Was he? Oh, I'm Paul, not. Okay, Joe. Larry, Larry, did you have a conversation in any way, shape, no. or form with this woman? No, I don't talk about work among friends. I just it, it's work is work. Home, well, that's is only home. six people, Joe. So. Yeah, very, <laughs> very, 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 very generous, very generous. So you did not take the uh, Baldwin blow up hashtag Baldwin. Blow no, but up you watch how he backtracks right now, Paulie. He says. I, I may have had a conversation with her. Of course She's you had a, a conversation. She's a friend of mine. Of course I had a conversation with her. Right. So so did the conversation come up that she said, hey, I heard what happened on the radio? Or did you call her up and say, welcome to us? I don't recall. Oh, I don't recall. See? I do know this, though. He did tell me that he did not paint you in a bad picture. Well, if he did talk to her, he goes, I didn't, I didn't. That was just her. Those texts were just her interpretation. She, I, didn't, I wasn't feeding her lying. <laughs> <laughs> He's not sitting there going, oh, yeah, Paul's going, the- here, type this. Type Is this. he responding? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize Jeff Sessions was in the uh, studio. Exactly. I do not recall. I do not recall. Is that great? In, Is that great? Can I can I throw Joe under the bus one Please. more time? Please. Oh, I'd love uh, it. Throw can Joe. I, and, throw and Joe. We'll, we'll throw Joe. You're being Judge Wapner here. Mm-hmm. Uh, if someone asks for a day off, oh yeah, here we go. This is a good question. If someone okay. asks you for a day off, it says I need, all over again. I need Thanksgiving through Sunday off, and I'm in charge of scheduling people. Mm-hmm. Joe asked for Thanksgiving through Sunday off. I scheduled them tonight. 
and then texted me on Monday that he couldn't work because he had asked for Thanksgiving off, which is tomorrow. Which is why things and are now, shifted around a little and bit. And now I am shuffling to fill spots. Like doesn't, Joe, doesn't Josh has got on the board. Doesn't an on-mic star like Larry Dickman have a travel clause? I mean, it's obscene. You tell me. What would, the, what, what would Larry Dickman... He's like, he's, like, he's like Madden. He's like he's like Madden. He, he doesn't travel via plane. He has to be taken in an RV. <laughs> Pauly really enjoys making me feel like garbage, but this oh. time it's not working. I do not apologize for this one bit. There you go. Right, right. Family is more important. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> Money is really. You're gonna learn that the hard way. Oh. So you, wow. you you really feel like garbage because he's because you're leaving. Usually, Paulie makes me feel like crap, but uh, today no. How am I? <laughs> well, now how can he make you feel anything? You choose to feel negativity. Well, I'm I'm a negative person in general. <laughs> Paulie knows how to really pick at the open sore. <laughs> Wow, you're an open sore. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah, he look at him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're not oozing anywhere no. right now, are you? That's contagious? Or no. is this... Scabie on the lives. <laughs> I would like to end this happily. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Have Holly. a good show. I, I sure hope we will. have a huge celebrity guest. And everybody, I love you all. Has everybody, <laughs> has everybody said their piece? Can yes. you at least let your people know? Yes. No more are reaching out. Are you going to get for me my Thanksgiving gift? Which is, I want you to photo. I uh, I had I had to block this person from my from my Facebook only because my wife was getting a little more like, yeah, okay, who is she? Yeah, you know, right, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I I need you to get a the photocopy and come in and read them. No, you're gonna come in and read he them. That's your, read that's, that's your that's your that's your. Listen, if I had to eat it, you gotta eat it. All right, so I'll, you gotta I'll come try. in and read them. All right, you gotta come and read them with redactions, FBI redactions, <laughs> like <laughs> blacked yeah, out yeah, names yeah, yeah, removed yeah. and everything. Dates. All right. All right, that's All right. it for Polly. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, Polly. When he gets cry. in the car, he's going to listen. Thank you, Polly. I'm going to cry. I'll be back. All You're right. fine. I Just know. don't let people... Don't reach out to the talent. Please. <laughs> yeah. How dare what you? What happens at Galaxy ESPN stays at Galaxy ESPN. Stays at Galaxy. That's what I thought. And now, Larry, you feel like garbage because you're traveling today? No, I feel fine. So you're I driving reg- down? I regret nothing. No, I'm taking the bus down. What time's your bus? 5.05. Oh, so that's why he's got to get out of here. Right? Yeah. Oh, he's got to go. Got to get stuff he's done. Hit the road. The great Larry Dickman for Thanksgiving on Long Island, ladies and gentlemen. I'll, I'll be FaceTiming. I'll be FaceTiming. Yeah, Daniel's making sure he calls I, your family. I, I, I may or may not answer. We'll Do you see. have any uh, ladies lined thing. up while you're down there? No. No old high school flings? <laughs> oh. Go give a big hug and kiss to sis. To sis. One. <laughs> no. no. I, yeah. You have a lady lined yeah, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <coughs> Larry's well, going. Guys, to... I'll see you. Larry, what are you doing? Where Larry, are you going? What? With it? Where what? you got going? We want to talk about this. Give yeah, us a little gravy up? for. Give us a little gravy for the potatoes <laughs> here. Will you? Yeah, I know. You leave me with the side dishes. I mean, it's a it's a, the meat. It's a date for a night. I'll say that. It's overnight a date for a night. I mean, not overnight. I'll Where leave, are you going? I'll yet. Leave as soon as I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you, Larry. Wow. It's a date between 11 o'clock and about 11. Well, that's a four-second <laughs> four date. That's a commercial break. Yeah. Right. yeah. Is, is it like an old high school girl? Yeah. yeah. Is there a turkey baster involved <laughs> at all? Or? Boy, I hope not. Oh, God. Okay. I hope not. You don't know Larry very well. Wow. Of course there is. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, well, Larry's got a date back in the office. Going he's, back to the because you know he's why? dialed in on the island, isn't he? He's dialed. He's dialed in. He's Mr. Island. You back on Long Island, dude? They don't know you as Larry Dickman. They know he's Engelbert Humperdinck. Exactly on Long Island. right. He is. Are you excited sure. at least I mean, to I, maybe like touch a woman? As as much as I am about anything. 
I mean, this is a big. I almost lost it. I took a sip when he said <laughs> about as much as I have about anything. Yeah. It almost yeah. came out my nostril. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, there is this. potential intercourse <laughs> on the horizon, and you're still apathetic about yeah, that. I'm okay, now I've got last line. Let me say oh. hi, Avis. Hi, Finley. My kids wanted me to say hi. Wait. Oh, they're perfect hey timing. Now. Perfect hi, timing. girls. Daddy loves you. Perfect timing. All right, unbelievable. Go. All right, Larry Dickman is out. Happy, well, we're not sure about that, but happy Thanksgiving Thank to you. Uh, Be safe. You. Have a good Thank time. You. Can happy you at least up, update Daniel and I on how the date goes? I will not. I'm going to FaceTime him right during, yeah. during that eight seconds. Yes. Can uh. you prop Daniel up on the nightstand so we can uh, just interact? Maybe give, he can coach you through it. <laughs> I'm going to replay it, that conversation. Yeah. Hang on one second. <laughs> okay, I'm done. He can, he can just do it for me. <laughs> oh, exactly. I'll do the play-by-play. You know what? Put your phone by your ear and I'll do the talk. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like Cyrano de Bergerac or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. But you have Daniel's voice. Cyrano de Bergerac. Yeah, whatever it was. I don't yeah. know. I'm not. A, I'm not a cultured guy. <laughs> I like this. I like this idea. Call me Larry. Keep me posted. <laughs> call me Larry. Yeah, make her call you Larry. Do you know what my last name is? Dickman. Yeah, <laughs> that'll get her going. Thank you, Larry. Safe Thank travels. You. All right, we will come back. Other stuff in the news. We've got Manute Bowl, who was apparently 50. <laughs> this is an amazing this is story. What I'm hearing. This we is were what talking I'm about before we came in here. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, ESPN Radio, Syracuse. Thursday, the Giants are off to D.C. to face the Redskins. Pre-game at 325. Big Blue plays here. ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now. Welcome back to the big show. So, tell me what the heck. Give a hoot. Don't minute. <laughs> wow. Very nice. Well, Manute Bowl, whom you, you knew, correct? I knew Manute Bowl. Yeah. Yes, I've met him several times. He uh, <clears throat> played to the NBA into the early 90s. And everyone thought, yeah, he's just a guy from the Sudan. He's super tall, 7'7". It was a very iconic looking guy. Well, it comes out today that his ex-coach at Cleveland State thinks Manute Bowl, when he came to this country and played at Cleveland State, was in his 40s. He thinks that Manu Bull was in his 40s when he started playing college ball because what happened was he comes over from the Sudan. Nobody knows his age. Manu Bull doesn't know his age. He's, you know, from the tribe. You you told the story, and I think you will, about the lie. He killed a lion and at yeah. 17 and allegedly 17. And he goes, uh, he comes over, he goes into the Cleveland State Athletic Office. They want to sign him, doesn't have a birthday. So the coach made up a birthday. He made up October. Uh, he said he wanted it to be after September 1st to make him old enough. So he made it October 1969. Or 1960, whatever. I have I have the thing in front of me. But he made up his birthday. And he comes out today in just an interview saying that Manute Bowl was probably in his 40s when he played, making him 50 years old in his last year in the NBA. But he only played eight years in the NBA? Nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine years in the NBA. Well, my remembrance of him, the things that stuck out for me were A, being seven foot seven. He was a, a, a very prolific shot blocker. He led the league in shot blocking multiple times. I believe like 86 and 89 were the two years that he um, led, the league, led the NBA. That's a pretty big statistic. Now, of course, um, we talked about this with um, Jerry McNamara, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they don't have statistics 
for how you change the guy's shot or cause him to miss. It's only if you actually make contact with the ball. The, the game changed when he was in the paint. I mean, it was significant. When he held his hands up above his head, they were above the rim. Yeah. Standing, he could dunk on his tippy toes. Yeah. He had to lean up on his tippy toes and he could dunk a ball. So as you're driving to the basket or a, a short-range pull-up jumper, and Minute just takes one step up, puts his hand up, it completely changed your shot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how many hundreds or thousands of balls clanked off the back of the rim thinking they had to loft the ball a little harder to get it over Minute's head, or his hand, rather. So um, I remember that about him. But, but another thing that was very intriguing to me that I remember about Minute was his dedication to the sedan, um, to the point where he put his family and himself in financial trouble because he sent so much money home to support his people. He was a great advocate and a soldier um, for uh, uh, health and food and and different things, uh, charitable causes to his home country. Uh, And now his son, Bol Bol. It is Bol Bol. Who is a a freshman in Kansas at his high school at 6'10 and still growing, has signed a letter of intent already as a freshman for the uh, Oregon University, the Ducks. Wow! Um, and and uh, his coach, you know, he's he's got an AAU coach that lets him kind of. He's still like a lot of kids today. My my own uh, nephew Vance, my brother Billy's son, you know, is uh, is a, is a guard, and uh, you know, but everything is crossing over in between his legs while he's standing there dribbling. When we we still play one on one with each other, and now he's caught me, and that's. It's hard to beat him. Yeah. I can't keep up with him anymore. So, but uh, um, he's a shooter, you know, so everything's three points. Well, evidently, Bull Bull um, fancies himself at six foot 10 at 15 years old as a guard. You know, he's out there shooting and spinning wow. and, and doing things that, you know, they want to, They want him to be down in the post. Sure. Obviously, he's going to, he's most assuredly going to end up over seven feet tall. And so uh, um, his, his high school coach, um, has really clamped down on him because for disciplinary reasons, he's not a very um, um, student of the game. Mm-hmm. and He's not uh, much. He misses practices and shows up late and so on and so forth. So he's kind of put the screws to him a little bit. Um, and, and the AAU coach uh, lets him play the way he likes to play. He lets him enjoy the game. Um, uh, so I think we're going to see uh, if he's anything like his father and continues to grow. I doubt he'll be 7'7", seven, seven, but... If he's 6'10 at 15, he'll fill out to, you know, 7, 2, 3, somewhere in there. So look out for Bowl Ball. Mm-hmm. I, I would not be surprised at all at that size that he ends up in the big league at some point. Isn't it amazing that kids at that age can already have letters of intent? They can already have colleges looking at them? Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't think a kid is mature enough. I'm sure that's through the guidance of his mother, um, you know, that he would sign a letter of intent. Um, but I mean, that's how deep they go into the prospects now, you know, mm-hmm. they particularly to, um, the Raiders under, under Al Davis, uh, traditionally signed some of the fastest human beings in the world, meaning track stars, even if they couldn't catch, Yeah, you know, Willie Galt, you know, guys who just were some of the fastest hundred yard sprinters ever. And they taught them to catch a ball you know, just because who's going to, who's going to cover them. Right. They're right. The fastest men in the world. Right. So, uh, you know, same will be said of what goes on now. When a kid's six ten as a freshman, I'm willing to gamble giving him a scholarship when he's seven foot three that we can teach him what he needs to know. Um, you know, Jerry McNamara was telling us yesterday that the the kid um, that's on Syracuse's team, you know, that uh, he's seven foot two. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's 
That's big. That's a big kid. It's big. When you when you match up and you're four inches taller than their six ten center, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. That's advantage us. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you want to put the time in to teach that guy, you know, and and, and create some opportunities for him. Because what he does I, I mean, I remember the first few times I ever played basketball in the NBA, you know, with, with NBA players. Mm-hmm. Um, so the NBA has three divisions. They have the NBA, they have the WNBA, and they have the NBA Entertainment League, which is a very famous, popular league that is a division of the National Basketball Association that is all actors, singers, oh, lot, wow. lot of rappers. And so I played in that league for many, many years. Um, and, and then we would rub elbows and hobnob during NBA events uh, with NBA players. So I've gotten to play and pick up games with Jordan, with a lot of different guys. Mm-hmm. When those guys take a step in the paint, you, know, you think you're going to go by somebody, and then the center takes one step over, and one step for him is five and a half feet. Yeah, you know, and, and when he steps over and then puts his hand up, you don't even see the backboard anymore. Right. You know, and when there's four guys down there, yeah. I mean, at six one, it, it became you know ridiculous. I just I decided I was going to stay outside the arc and shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was no. There, I was driving without a license. I wonder if there's a lot of those kids now who like you're like you're saying a kid is naturally tall. He's seven two, seven three, and you got recruits saying we don't care if you have ever played at all. Just stand there. Well, that's the story of Minute. Yeah. Minute had never played basketball. Yeah. Akeem Olajuwon. Who, arguably, in my opinion, in the low post, with all the moves and the and, and the grace that he had, and his shooting touch. I mean, he shot. He was, you know, inside of fifteen feet. He was as, as good as Larry Bird. You know, he could really shoot. He had some touch, but the moves he put on. He was a soccer player when they brought him over here. He had never played basketball. Mm. Never had even played the game. And they brought him over, and they said, "We don't care. You're an athlete. We'll teach you." And sure enough, uh, in my opinion, probably the best center all around offensively in the game was was Hakeem. Um and uh he he never played the game in his life until mm-hmm. he was like 19 or something. I mean it was pretty scary what he accomplished. So, you know, a kid that grew up playing basketball, if you can teach him to have the desire to play down low and and not have to do what most kids want to do now because they want to shoot the three. Yeah, they, they want to be stars. Yeah. yeah they, you know, they they all want to be, you know, the uh, uh Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone wants to be Curry, Stefan. Yeah. And you can't all be curry. Can't all be curry. When, when you're seven three, sometimes you got to have a little rice for that curry. Yeah. <laughs> got to be the rice. All right, got to be the rice. Uh, coming up in the next half hour, we'll talk to a celebrity guest who'll be calling in here in just a couple of minutes. I look forward to trying to guess this one. We'll play mystery guest again. Mystery guest, very exciting. And then we will talk. <coughs> I think one of the most iconic sporting events that happens all year long. The Turkey Bowl. We're going to talk about the Turkey Bowl. The it's turkey the bowl. granddaddy of all bowl games. It's not a minute bowl. No, it's but a, there is a minute chance if we win, <laughs> if we win in football mm-hmm. this weekend and beat Boston College, if we get five wins. It's a minute bowl chance. It's a minute bowl chance. Not a big. Not no, you know, five wins is not guaranteed, but it's a minute bowl it's chance. A minute bowl chance. This is the <clears throat> Daniel Baldwin Show presented by Liverpool Pool and Spa on ESPN Radio Syracuse. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. You've played at Syracuse and Syracuse is your home and you love the orange. You turned it into a 42-43 and Jim's going to stay until Jim goes. Is Jerry McNamara the heir apparent? You just throw it right out there, huh? I do, I'm yeah, not afraid, man. I'm coming down to shoot threes with you, by the way. 57 fat and I can stick. I'm coming down. <laughs> I don't know if you want that action. The Daniel Baldwin Show weekdays from 3 to ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 AM, and 1440 AM. 
Hi, it's Jim Beheim, and you're listening to the Pulse of the Orange, ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. Larry, send me the mystery guest. All right, we've got... Now, should I... Can I say anything to the mystery guest? Or no, you, you say nothing. All right, hold on. Let me bring say the phone nothing. Up. Let me bring the phone up. Mystery guest. Mystery guest, are you there? Oh, yes, I'm here. The mystery mm, guest is mystery here. Mystery guest. Okay. All right. So, Josh, you're going to have... How many questions do you want this time? I did, like, like it even matters, Daniel. I'll never guess it. Okay. You're never going to guess it. All right. Uh, I'm going to tell you that... All right. I'm going to tell you that he okay. played his competitive years at George Washington University. Okay. Holy cow. All right. Mystery guest, first question from Josh. Mystery guest, are you over the age of 40? Unfortunately, I am. Mm. Mystery guest. Look at his face. Where, are you a basketball player? Um, most assuredly not. Okay. <laughs> George Washington University. Mystery guess, are you a football player? Uh, not one of any particular note. Oh, my God. <laughs> he played at... You have three questions left. But mystery guess, are you a baseball player? I uh, know, but I'm a great baseball fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're a great love, fan. You're uh, yeah. You're great <laughs> <laughs> guest. Uh, well, uh, what other sport, Mister Guest? Are you a hockey player? I uh, know, but I I do like a lot of ice in my drink. Oh, <laughs> I give up, Daniel. Go ahead. Okay, now ask the Mister Guest: Are you an athlete at all? Mister Guest, are you an athlete at all? Not as great as my brother Daniel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Guest, have you ever been known to uh, um, win accolades in the acting field and sometimes portray Donald Trump? Well, you can fool all of the people some of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the mystery guest is my brother, Alec Baldwin. Wow. Yes. 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 <laughs> Why would you pretend like it's a player the entire time? <laughs> because I had to, if I had said to you, it's not an athlete. Yeah. And you've already had one of my brothers on the show. You would have immediately yeah. gone to the one that you're the biggest fan of, yes. my brother Alex, and you would have pinned it. So I had to mislead. I never said, I said he went to George Washington. I never yes. told you he was an athlete. I me. said, and I said, this is where I let him, Xander. I said, uh, by the way, in my family, we call Alex Xander. So Absolutely. if you hear me say Xander. Um, so, so what I said to him earlier was, I said, you know, when I watched this guy play when I was younger, he was really good. I mean, he had an amazing arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. Kept kept b- yeah. <laughs> I could get it done every now and then. Not that, not that often, but every now and then I could, uh, I could pull one out of the hat. We're gonna play. We're, um, we're gonna play the granddaddy of them all tomorrow morning at West Genesee High School. You're not gonna be here. Are you really? Oh Who yeah, you we play, play with. We play every year. Last year, I played. It'll be uh, all the Mikes. All, all of my sisters, my sisters' uh, daughters are married mm-hmm. to guys named Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's named Mike. Yeah. They are, and I work now with my mouth on a mic. It's crazy. Yeah. There you go. Um, hello. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about that. I'm not gonna add on to. Sure. That. Um, so, so we, we play, we play the Turkey Bowl uh, last year. 
you know, and I'm 56 last year. I'm 57 going to this game this year. And last year, I threw for two touchdowns. I caught three touchdowns and lost seven to six. I was like, what do I have to do as an old man? So the, 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 you left the, it all on the field, son. You left it all on the field. That's all I did. Matters. But when I used to win the games, he quarterback, Alex the quarterback. Yeah. And I, and I just have to get it done. I know, I know what to do. Is there a competitive, like uh, the turkey bowl that exists, is there a big competitive rivalry around it? Not like well, in the days we would pay, play when we were younger and even into our adult life, it could become, you know, hideous. It could become really ugly. You know, <laughs> the competitiveness, violent. You know? well, well, when we were kids, it always started that Alec quarterbacked one team, I quarterbacked the other because no one could throw as well as we could. Mm-hmm. But as we got older, I realized he throws it better than I do. So I would let him. No, 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 that's not true. Well, I think so. But, I, but, 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 okay, well, then I'll switch it to I could catch better than you. <laughs> So, so I call better plays than you. You definitely call better plays than me. Uh, uh, and so Xander would quarterback, and mm-hmm. I would, and I would, you know. But we we had an amazing, amazing. The last one of the best games I remember playing. We had all these agents. Do you remember this game in Venice, Xander? Yes. Do you remember? He's texting someone or doing something. No, no, no. My wife. I'm telling my wife. My, my, we're, we're putting my wife through this. Fellas, my, my wife's in the car. Having to listen every minute of it. She's in excruciating pain right now. Because she's in excruciating pain. Oh, Hi, Hi Laria. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving to you, my best friend. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just summarize one play when we were very little. Is my brother Daniel uh, is quarterbacking, and my brother Stephen, who was a very reluctant player. He was a little kid. He was a tiny little kid. He must have been eight or nine, maybe ten years old. And we used to call everybody some name. Like this guy was Joe Namath. This guy was the Juice. This guy was uh, 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 Rich uh, what was uh, uh, Godwin Turk from the Jets back in the day. All those kind of names, you know. Uh, this guy was Zonka. This guy was Riggs. Uh, you know, Ray Riggins rather. So my brother Daniel drops back and he hands the ball to my brother Stephen, and they're going to go into it and they're going to run the ball into the end zone. And as they come toward the, they, they, they get toward the end zone. My brother Daniel picks up my brother Stephen and throws him into the end zone. <laughs> I mean, that's a legal play, right? He's totally he, legal. He, he, he kind of picks him up like he's a piece of luggage, like he's a bellman. He picks him up like the, the collar and the seat of his pants and just flings him into the end zone. So here's, here's, here's something I remember. But he won the game. He won the game. So we get, in, we get into the huddle one time. We're playing. We always played on the golf course next to our house. And we get into the huddle, and, and we're playing against, you know, Bubba Rendy, the Rendy family, and, and Xander's quarterbacking. And I go, yeah. I go, and so you always look for, you know, it's, it's like – it's like being the three lions in the Serengeti under the one tree, and you look out and you see all the big wildebeest running by, and then you see the one that's got the bad, deformed back leg. He's not that big. He's not a full meal, but he's real easy to catch on a hot day. So we would right. call that guy Lamo. The guy was called the Lamo. The guy was Lamo. It was a little kid. It was a little right, kid. Right. Like, it was a little kid to round up the game. Right. Somebody's little brother. Right, so we get in the game, and we're all, Alec is 16, I'm 14, Billy's 12, and then we get the nine-year-old kid that's playing with us to make it eight on eight. And so Alec would just get in the huddle and go, lame-o, lame-o, on one, which meant whoever that kid was guarding goes long and runs right by him. <laughs> and Alec would throw, he wouldn't say anything else, he'd just go, lame-o, lame-o, on one. And we turn around. Or, and we I, thought you were gonna go, I thought you were going to go the other way, which was how kind we were with lame where we'd say, We'd see a kid, and we'd have a kid on our team who wasn't a very good player, and we'd yell lame on the line so the defense heard us. 
Yeah, no, and that's, that not, that's not how we would call that it. Kid the, <laughs> we let that kid run the touchdown. We would hand the ball to the kid who was the least in the, in the game and let him have the thrill of running the ball, like, you know, 80 yards for a touchdown. Yeah, we would do that after. That, that was after, the lame after, I really liked. Yeah, we would do that after we were up 15 to 3. <laughs> well, all right, maybe. Maybe we held off for a little while. You know, but uh, maybe we ran up the score. Were there any like, anyway, lifelong injuries that have happened? Like any like knees that still act up from the Turkey Bowl? No, just to our egos, just to our yeah, egos. Yeah, One time yeah. I'm playing with my brother Daniel and Billy, and it was my favorite game, my drop back, and the sun's going down. It's almost dark. It's the last play of the game, and we're tied up, and I hit that pass to uh, Chris Bevelock, where we won the game that time. I'll never forget. It was my greatest game. That was my <laughs> Super Bowl three. Super Bowl three, baby. Yeah, it's... it's, it's Davis uh, drops back, he hits Maynard on the dead run. The dead run. Yeah. I, my, my best memory is, is uh, standing in the huddle... And we're playing with all of our agents and our managers and all these legal guys from the, from the and they don't understand. Xander and I don't care. Just win. You know, yeah. it's Al Davis. Just win the game. I don't really care. So he calls a couple of plays, and these guys are not football players. And so and and you don't realize he can really throw the ball hard. And I know he's going to throw it hard at me. So you keep your hands up. And he splinters the size of this kid's cheek. You know, just. Guns one at him and hits this kid, and he comes back to the huddle. He ran the wrong pattern anyway. He comes back to the huddle and he goes, "What did I should square out?" He just like yells at the guy. The guy looked up at me like he's like my agent, you know. And I'm looking at him going, "Yeah, man, we." Oh, I feel so bad when you put it that way. I feel so bad. <laughs> You're making me feel bad. I know. Oh, you're an agent. I feel so bad. It's... My last thing I'm going to say, which is because we got to run to the store. Okay. But this is this is. The ultimate sports story, though, I wrote this in my book. I said Daniel Baldwin hit the golf ball on the, on the third hole near our house, hitting the golf ball when he was 12, 13, 14. They'd come at us, scream at us. Uh, they'd scream at us to get off the golf course. You know? And then finally one day when Daniel was old enough, he goes into the clubhouse and he, and he pays his green fees to shoot a round of golf as a legit golfer on the golf course that, these, that he had terrorized those thousands. In my book, I wrote, it was like Butch Cassidy walking into a bank to open up a checking account. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. I'll talk to you later, okay? Love you, brother. God bless. Right. Thanks for calling. Thank Bye. you. Oh, the turkey bowl. The great AB. The great AB. Thank, making time for us. The great AB making time for us. On the 27th, he'll be addressing uh, um, uh, the Democratic Party. Oh, and, uh, Very exclusive announcement there. I think. Know, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just letting you know. You know, uh, planting some seeds. I'm planting some seeds. I'm planting some seeds for the great AB. That's he, a big uh, get. That was a big mystery guest right there. You threw me. You threw me so I, I've good. Got, you know what? You know, he he. Uh, I told him disguise your voice because if he just starts talking, you're gonna. It, we sound very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you would have grabbed it right away. I definitely would have. And okay. I think, and and you and were in complete. Co- coercion out there because you, you like kept that? going on. You're like, oh, when I saw him play, when he was did, at his well, peak. Did I lie was, or did I see no, him he play? Was, he, you did see he him was, play. He, he was. He's my listen. He was my older brother. Which, when you're the young brother toting around all the time, and following your older brother and playing sports with my, he was my hero. Yeah. Him and my father were my two original heroes when I was a kid. You know, and it was a strange thing for me when he became like 13. You know, when you're two and a half years, three grades behind your brother. You know, in sixth grade, you're not hanging around with your th- your third grade brother that much. You yeah. Know? But I did because I was pretty big, so I could get away with playing sports with him still and stuff. But when he went into the junior high school at seventh grade and, and introduced himself to all those other kids that were from further away from our home, from uh, multiple grammar schools, I didn't see him again for like three years. 
times. Mm-hmm. And that's and it was very strange. I, I mean, I felt very abandoned and very, you know, I mean, he was, I really, really looked up to my brother a lot, you know, wow. and, and depended on him. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So then we got into high school together and that was terrible too. <laughs> well, thank you, Alec, for calling in and uh, giving us time and recounting the Turkey Bowl. We'll come back, get ready to wrap things up and head off to Thanksgiving celebrations. I know that Daniel has a lot of warm-up to do for tomorrow's Turkey Bowl. He's got a stretch and I do. I'll be in the sauna. hot tub tonight. He'll be in the hot tub tonight. I uh, will. Over at Liverpool Pool and Spa. Liverpool Pool and Spa, by the way, I'm still waiting for them to contact me so I can do my public uh, dip in their pool. I'm going to go to their hot tub. Mm-hmm. In, in the, in the, it's right in the showroom a, right there? Right in the showroom. Sure. I'm going to go there. I'm going to do a book signing. That'd be a, that'd be a big get. <laughs> that'd be a big deal. All right, we'll come back and ready to wrap things up. It's the Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Home of the Syracuse Crunch. Mitchell Stevens across. Here's a shot. Score! Kevin Lynch ties the game. Atkinson left side, shoots, he scores! Picked off by another, Peck attention. for Lynch who shoots, he scores! Kevin Lynch with 103 to go in the third period gives the Crunch its first lead, it's 3-2. to two. ESPN 97.7, 100.1, 1200 and 14.40 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Hey now, and we're back. What a nice thing to be able to have my brother call in. It's nice when family contributes. It was exciting talking the annual Baldwin Turkey Bowl. It was. And, you know, I will be playing tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. at West Genesee High School mm-hmm. on the turf Ooh. with the boys. I'm hearing there could be snow tonight. Oh, a snowball. So, a snowball. Very exciting. That, that levels the playing field for me because, you know, I can still run pretty fast for my size and my age, mm-hmm. but I can't cut anymore. I can't. My lateral movement is terrible. Mm-hmm. So my sister Jane and, and her husband Randy, Jane will come cheering on, yelling at everybody. Randy will play, but his two boys, Griffin and Granger, one's a Cornell lacrosse player. Yeah. And Griffin is a star in multiple sports at West Genesee High School. So he'll bring down some of his friends. So if it's just me dropping back and throwing the ball, I can still get away yeah, with yeah, that yeah. scrambling. It's when I have to play defense. That's terrible. So if Randy will quarterback the other team, then I'm running after another 50-plus guy, and I'm okay with that. You feel a little better with it. But then suddenly, you know, it's it, uh, you, you get the two guys in your team that aren't that good, and you're tired of their guy scoring your touchdown. So then I decide I'm going to lay off nine yards off the ball, and I'm going to cover this kid. And, you know, it, it takes eight plays, and I'm going... <laughs> Do know, any hard feelings fine. come back from the game to the dinner table? Like if there was some uh, scrappy plays? No, no. Nah, it all stays really. on the not field. Really. I'm used to domination. So, yeah, sure. So I, I'm never on the short side. Although last year, I have to say, I think because I just moved up here. Yeah. So I, this is a year in November now that I've been up in central New York. And and they, um, I don't. I guess the younger kids thought I was just going to be, you know, laying around on the field and wanted to play. And I, I, like I said, I threw two and I caught three touchdowns in the game against 17 and 19-year-old kids. Yeah. So I, after a couple of scores, it was, is someone going to cover the fat old guy for God's sake? <laughs> someone get fatty. Someone follow fatty. Get us fatty. Hey, 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 cover grandpa. Go cover grandpa. Do you wear cleats or just regular sneakers? Oh, I'm coming in full uniform <laughs> cleats. <laughs> You got to remember, I have, I have, I have gear from every NFL team in the league. I demand know? the lovely Robin take a photo of Daniel in his. You want to see in it? His, I want to see the you whole. See I want to see the turkey. I might, have a, I, might have, I might have a highlight film. I might have come in with. I would really film. like to see that. I I'm going to have my sister Jane mm-hmm. make sure she zooms in on some diving great catch that I will obviously. Make uh, <laughs> will obviously make it. I demand this footage. This is an ESPN exclusive. 
Daniel gonna, Baldwin's Great right, Turkey Bowl all performance. Right, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring in a highlight film. Well, speaking of uh, speaking of bowls, and uh, uh, this Saturday we go into our final game, SUBC, as they get ready to maybe maybe get five wins. And like you asked, does it matter? Well, you know, it doesn't really matter because I don't think they're going to be. There, there has been in the past usually big programs that in a five win year go to a lower tier bowl game. I don't believe that if they beat Boston College. Um, I think Boston College is already bowl um, eligible. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go to a bowl game, um, and I don't imagine that they want to come to Syracuse and lose. Yeah. So um, uh, Dungy's not going to play. Nope, he's the out. The defense has done nothing to prove that they can really stop a, a, a prolific offense, and Boston College has been running the ball very well. I don't think it looks good for Syracuse. So what you're saying is there's a minute bowl chance. I so would real. say... Larry, don't you roll your eyes at that joke. He stole my line. Stole my line. Did I? I? <laughs> stole my line. You got to say it the first time. I know, but you said it in front of Larry, making it like it was yours. And Larry, really that was yours. Daniel's joke. I'm sorry. Can you please not be upset? He's upset that he yeah, got... I've been listening to the whole show. I oh. know it was his oh. joke, oh, dummy. All right. See? All right. See, he gave you that look because you know you stole. You plagiarized. Yeah, I'm sorry. Also, it That's wasn't fine. very good. And, oh! Wow. I am the Carlos Mencia of sports radio. <laughs> 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 all right, we are going to hand it over to the fantastic Brent Axe. We wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. We will be back Monday. There is a women's game here on ESPN Friday. Preempted again for We're a women's bumped. basketball game. We're More people, I've watched highlights of the Syracuse women's basketball game. I say we call a show from the game. I'm you know down. why? There won't be any noise to interfere oh, with Oh, how dare you. Terry, Larry. Oh, Larry's <laughs> taking the complaint calls. <laughs> Brent Axe is up next. This has been the Daniel Baldwin Happy Show. Happy Thanksgiving. On ESPN Radio Syracuse. It's-